The Southern Middle Tennessee Prep Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Columbia Academy, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, Andy Wilhoyt with United Country Realty, the law office of David A. Bates, Custom Stone Handlers, Covenant Technology, Patio West, Coastal and Comfort Eats, and Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. Specializing in orthopedic injuries, their OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit them online at mtbj.net. Sports Today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton. Here's Chris Yao. Good um, Wednesday morning. I, they're all running together at this point. So, so what you're saying is, if we ask you to guess what day it is, you'd have no idea. Huh? I'd say October. Okay, there you go. Because that's what day it would be to me. I, I've, I've just... anyway. Yeah. Good morning and welcome in to another edition of. Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. We got we're really hot on the uh, yeah. on the butt this morning, which I means we got to turn up turn that turn number three up just a little bit more, so our folks on Facebook and get this on Twitter. We're on Twitter live. Good morning, Twitter, Twitter world, <laughs> Twitterverse, Twitter Twitterverse, yeah. So we're everywhere you would want to be then, huh? Just about anywhere we can be, we're there. And that's most important, really. Um, so, yeah, I think everybody can hear us a little bit better now. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. We got a, we got a lot to talk about today, and it's just getting... It, you may not realize how, um, how busy this show is going to get because we got plenty to talk about i'm super pumped about it too because um we had some really good games last night some really important stuff happened in some softball action a huge baseball scenario taking place now in uh class 1A District 10. I think uh, it's 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 important to note how how important that is because we're going to talk to Kennedy Mathis. And if you don't know who that is, he's the head baseball coach at Mount Pleasant. And they are the ones who may have thrown a massive wrench into 10A with a sweep of Santa Fe over the last two days. So, going to be a lot of fun. It's also Wild and Wacky Wednesday, which is always Moe's favorite. 
when he doesn't have to come up with wild and wacky stuff. Man. It's not easy, is it? It's it's not easy. It's you, not easy. But I think you're a little wilder and a little wackier than I am, so that probably helps a little bit. You're kind of more given to that type thing. Well, it, I, 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 I'm going to assume and expect that you now have a little bit more of a, uh, a respect for how difficult it is to come up with some wild and wacky stuff for that segment. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a lot easier than it was when we came up with this idea. When, when, when who came up with this idea? Okay. I came up with this idea. Okay. Right. Oh, but it is what it is. <laughs> Welcome to our friends on Facebook who, uh, it, I apologize because the, the title of today's, um, broadcast just says test because that's what the title yesterday was. And I forgot to change it. <laughs> well, well, it's kind of ironic, though, because Kennedy Mathis is going to be joining us coming out of state testing. That's right. So uh, A lot of testing involved there. Um, and, you know, you were talking about this yesterday, Coach Mike, how your wife was in testing, right? Yes. yes so, she's a third grade teacher. So is this like SAT testing? It's, it's a similar. It's the state uh, test. It's the end of course. They call the end of course tests. And the state testing, they have, and a we're doing year. that the twentieth day and twenty first yes. day of. Yes, don't don't get me started, please. April. Uh, so, what do you do from <laughs> here on out? Uh, work. Show on up. Building for next year. You you figure out by observation a little bit. Of course, teachers aren't allowed to look at the test, so uh, you know it, it's kind of tough. But you you kind of figure out what you didn't get covered, what you know needs to be covered to set a foundation for the next year. And so you spend this next month uh, or doing some things in a sense that you would like to do in class that are academically oriented, but you don't get to because they're not, quote unquote, involved in the testing part. Uh, so you don't have to worry about getting them ready for a particular part of the test. So, uh, for, for instance, uh, with my English classes, we would, um, you know, Shakespeare's works are not involved in the state testing situation. So we tend to focus on other things. Test it's over. We still got a month to go. We get to slide in our Shakespeare play or something like that, get to watch the read the play, watch the movies, discuss, help build them for the next next levels. Okay. See, I I guess when and when I was in third grade, it's it's odd because third grade is the only SAT test that I remember. Um It's the first one. Yeah, it's, and, and it's, it's it's the one that I remember the yeah, most. It's I don't the first know. one that actually counts. They do actually give tests. Yeah, yeah, because you got to be you got to understand what you're doing before yeah. <laughs> before you get to that, like your number two pencil and your you're filling in the scantrons and whatnots, uh, which is the hardest part about that is filling in your name on the scantrons, especially when yes. your name is Christopher. Of course, there the there's e a lot of lead in that. The e and the <laughs> a lot r, of blocks. the e and the r don't fit. So I was That's just right. Christoph, Christoph, Christoph for yeah for SAT purposes. <laughs> That's just That's actually kind of cool though, Christoph. 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 I <laughs> we were talking about giving me a radio name if I ever was a uh, like a music DJ on like KRM or something and I wanted to change I wanted to use Topher instead of Chris, just the back half of Christopher. So, like Topher Grace, right? He's 
I'm just saying. <laughs> Thanks, Coach. There we go. That's. I mean, that. Uh, that was actually good. That was my only. <laughs> that was my only thought was I don't really know how to make this work. So Topher, sure, I'll be Topher. Better than some things people have called me when I was growing up. Oh yes, it's better than some things people have called you in the last now, week. There's that. It's a beautiful day on West Seventh. As long as you don't go outside. Um, the air conditioner is working well outside. Yeah, it, it is. As a matter of fact, working very well outside. And um, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to share the West Seventh camera. The West Seventh camera. <laughs> yeah, like we're going to share the West Seventh camera um, with you this morning. Check it out right here on. Southern Middle Tennessee sports today. It is beautiful. Look at all those orange cones outside. It's a thing of beauty. The West <laughs> Se- the West Seventh camera is me holding up a camera to the window, as you can see on here. That is the don't West- make them seasick now. That is the West Seventh camera. So just letting y'all know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fortunately, it's not mounted on a rock uh, rocking chair. Rocking chair. Oh yeah. man, we should definitely do that though. Um. What'd you guys do yesterday? What'd you What'd you do when you Oh, you had you had Braves, yes, so you were here. I did the Braves game. Let's not it, talk about that. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, Mo, it, it wasn't one of their better efforts. Mo, you were you you stuck it out at the office yesterday. I, I hung around here and then I went over to um, CA. You did some uh, some TSWA work yesterday. Yeah. You doing your your duties. Part of your duties, I guess. Some of, yeah. Uh, Why is it your duty to, to find out people's cell phone numbers when you're the treasurer? Well, that because... That doesn't seem like that makes sense. Well, because the treasurer keeps up with the membership list. Oh, because oh, you need to know who's paid. Yeah, and so the I membership list ideally includes contact information. Yeah, that makes sense. Although it's not always included <laughs> with, the, with the online payment. So, you know. How do you... Yeah, that should be like... Mandatory. Well, the emails are on there. Yeah, but, but not phone numbers. Yeah, yeah. Who it's checks a, their email? It's a live and learn kind of thing. I don't it, check my email. Yeah. I know. <laughs> you know who else knows? Craig Duncan knows. <laughs> he emailed me like the end of March. He was like, do you, you want to teach this class? And I just saw it yesterday. It was on April 7th. The, class. No. the class was on April 7th. I, I, no. I missed that one. Yeah, I missed that class. Sorry. I hope he got somebody to teach it. I texted him. I Sorry, like, Greg. I said, dude, please call me or text me. Like, my emails, I get 30,000 a day. Of course, here's the thing. He doesn't return texts or phone Ever. calls. There's so, that. You know, it all it all comes out in the wash. It all comes out in the wash, as Miranda Lambert recently wrote. We all have our comfort zones. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, it's 916. You guys want to... Get out of here on this early break so we can have plenty of time with Kennedy Mathis. Since he's ready. Well, I figured that's a good idea. So why don't we go ahead and give you the Wednesday Rundown. Or. Whoa, that was weird. Let's try that again. Let's try that. What the heck was that? This is the Rundown. In Tuesday baseball action, Fayetteville defeated Cornersville 10-5. It was Eagleville 12, Huntland 7. Moore County defeated Cascade 5-1. Lawrence County edged Franklin County 4-3. Lincoln County 9, Coffee County 2. And Tullahoma wins a 14-13 
slugfest over Shelbyville. And the game I was at last night, Kennedy Masterson's game, in eight innings, it was Mount Pleasant 10, Santa Fe 9. In 11 AAA action, Dixon County 10-run summit 11-1. to one. It was Franklin County, or I'm sorry, Franklin edging Independence 2-1. to one. Ravenwood an 8-2 winner over Brentwood. And Spring Hill fell to Page 5-2. to two. Forest shutout community 10-0. Marshall County defeated Giles County 26. It was Loretto 6, Wayne County 1. Summertown Tough doubleheader victory over Frank Hughes, 19-0 and 18-0. Middle Tennessee Christian with a 13-0 victory over Zion Christian. And Brian Baranek, two home runs in Columbia Academy's 12-7 win over Battleground Academy. In softball action, Coffee County 15, Franklin County nothing, Lincoln County 10 run, Columbia Central 12-2. It was Eagleville 6, Cascade 2, Cornersville a 9-6 winner over Moore County. Richland defeated Kalioka 8-6, despite my typo. Um, and Mount Pleasant bested Santa Fe 20-7. It was Brentwood 9, Summit nothing. Independence defeated Franklin 11-4. Lawrence County edged Spring Hill 2-1 in eight innings. Uh, Forrest <laughs> defeated Marshall County 10-0. Um, it was Loretto 7, Frank Hughes 2. Nolansville 9, Community nothing. Summertown with home runs from Kaylee Campbell and Claire Woods defeated Collinwood 5-2. Columbia Academy 11, Shelbyville nothing with another Malia Hardy home run. And Christ Presbyterian Academy defeated Zion 4-1. In boys soccer action, Columbia Central 6, Coffee County nil. Spring Hill, a 4-1 winner over Giles County, and Loretto, a 3-0 winner over Wayne County. And in junior college women's soccer, Columbia State destroyed Southwest Tennessee 9-1. They improved a 5-0 on the year. In today's action, Cullioka travels to Moore County for a 5 o'clock start, and Lawrence County visits Franklin County. That game starts at 6 o'clock. In softball, East Hickman Travels to Santa Fe for a 5 o'clock game. Independence hosts Father Ryan also at 5. And at 5.30, Mount Pleasant hits to Cornersville. And that is your Wednesday rundown on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. When we return, it's Mount Pleasant baseball coach Kennedy Mathis talking about his 10A sweep of Santa Fe on Coach's Corner, so stick with us. We'll be right back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. When we're out covering sports in and around Murray County, communication between Maurice and I is absolutely vital to our success. When your business needs top-notch communication and local service, Covenant Technology is there, and they are dedicated to helping your business succeed by ensuring open lines of communication to your clients and customers. Contact them today at 615-846-9898 or visit covenanttechnology.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com.
high school sports. Here's Mo and Chris. Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. As you heard, I'm Chris, joined by Mo. <laughs> Something like that. Handed out some some cards yesterday. Had several people say, you know, oh no, we already listened, you know. Appreciate you letting us know and that, that you're listening. A lot of folks who didn't know about us. And that's good. You know, the more I'd rather find somebody who isn't listening because I know that that sounds we can, counter, we can convert them. Right. Right. Yeah. It's not, you know, it's not counterproductive, but it does. Sometimes you're like, golly, everybody I meet doesn't even know we exist. But if, now, now they do. Now they do. Meanwhile, that's, Sarah Toombs over at Columbia Academy thanked me for correcting, correcting Drew to, me, yeah. correcting Drew to Damon. Well, I don't know who Drew is, but Drew, if you're out there, Drew Toombs, there's got to be somebody. He's probably not listening. <laughs> anyway, um, really excited because this next segment we have first year Mount Pleasant baseball coach Kennedy Mathis joining us and... This guy's got to be pretty happy because he is coming off a a couple of huge District 10A wins. So joining us on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline on Coach's Corner, brought to you by From the Heart Cafe out in Chapel Hill. Go see Renee and the folks out in Chapel Hill at From the Heart Cafe. It's delicious, best desserts ever. We have Kennedy Mathis. Coach, welcome in. Uh, hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Hey, thanks for joining us, Coach. Come in. Coming straight out of testing there. Um, appreciate you taking some time with us. And congratulations, as Chris mentioned, big couple of games for you here to start the week with that um, 5 nothing win at your place over Santa Fe and then the 10-9, 8-inning affair out at their place last night, getting you a sweep in 10-A. Um, first two losses for Santa Fe in district play. And got to have you feeling pretty good about your team at this point, I would think. Uh, yes, sir. Definitely. You know, we uh, we started the year okay, and then, like I said, we went through some growing pains here and there. Um, just kind of trying to find different ways to win and how to go about it and play the game the right way. And you know, our guys are kind of, like I said, coming out on the back end of that and figuring figuring out different ways to win. Some nights it's pitching, some nights it's hitting, and some nights it's defense. And uh, you know, as long as we can find different ways to win every night, I, I think we're going to be all right. Last night. That way was um, a little unconventional, as you you guys were uh, were down early, had to go to the bullpen super early in the second inning. Um, but once you did, things kind of settled down, and your offense the the bats came alive, uh, tied the game in I think the fourth inning. So. Um, when we talked last night, just talking about that resilience and and your team and how how they you know kept believing in you and you told them to believe in themselves and believe in you and you would do the same. Yes, sir. And I, I tell them before every game, uh, team who wins the game is going to be who makes the easy plays um, and who at the plate battles every inning. You know, um, not just you know the first five or the last five, but. Every inning, you got a battle, and the team that's going to win is the one who does that. 
and we battled. You know, we got down in a big hole, but you know, I told them, "Don't give up." You know, keep battling, keep battling. They did that, and every time they threw a punch, we punch right back, and that's the way you win those type of games: is to be able to take a punch and punch right back. Coach, the fact that you had to go to the bullpen so quickly yesterday, um, I guess, made. Gavin Whitehead's performance on Monday even more important. Um, got the complete game shut out as you guys beat um, Santa Fe five nothing again. Um, Thirteen strikeouts for him, and really kind of a coming out party of sorts for him. I would think. Uh, absolutely, you know, we talked after the game Monday night, and you asked me if I'd seen that problem, and I told you I'd seen flashes, but never the whole thing put together. Uh, and so that's like you talked about that performance became even bigger last night when I had to go to the bullpen early, you know, and I, I had a plan that I was going to go to Hayden whenever I needed it. And whenever I saw that, you know, the game may be changing and early in the second inning, you know, we got a couple walks, maybe an error or two and a couple of hits. And you know, I thought it was a key pivotal moment in the game that, were, you know, I got to keep them right there. You know, I, I can't allow this to kind of snowball and keep going. And I've got to keep it within distance. And, and Hayden, Hayden came in and, he didn't have his best stuff early on, but he kind of settled in as he went down, you know, down the stretch. And he he did a great job keeping us in the ball game. Without his effort, you know, he went the distance. He went 120 pitches in relief, and without that, we don't win that game. Yeah, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that because I'm over there on the this outside the fence, thinking he's going to have to go to a third pitcher if this goes to extra innings. Like, and I didn't know where you were going to go, but. Uh, worked out you had you you had an ace up your sleeve yeah um you know ben ben's thrown the ball well for us this year you know he's kind of uh when i took over he he had pitched a little bit before but never really been a pitcher um so we kind of worked on it this fall and i told him you know biggest thing for you is putting the ball over the plate he's got a you know he's got a breaking ball he can throw to change speeds but put the ball over the plate and um you know i, I knew when Hayden was going to reach that limit, if it got to extras, I knew where I was going to go. It was just if I had to go there. Um, Hayden started that inning at 110. And so, I, you know, I gave him a chance to get out of it in 10. He didn't. But I had full confidence going to Ben. Um, you know, I, I never doubted it. You know, I felt comfortable with it. I knew he could do the job. And, you know, sometimes you get lucky and he proves you're right. <laughs> I love it when a plan comes together. We're on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline with Mount Pleasant first-year baseball coach Kennedy Mathis um, here on Coach's Corner presented by From the Heart out in Chapel Hill. Um, Kennedy, you're a Forest graduate. Have you been to From the Heart? No, sir, I actually have not. Dude. You got to go. What are you doing with your life? You got to go. You, you – <laughs> You got to get in there and tell Renee we sent you. But um, wanted to ask you. You know, you um, you graduated from Middle Tennessee State last year. Um, walked out of Murphy Center and into Mount Pleasant High School, basically. Um, but you had spent the last couple of years on the coaching staff at Independence. And what I wanted to get to is you're managing your pitching in a Class A program is a little different than what you saw. Just from a number standpoint, at the um, class AAA in in District Eleven AAA, I mean, when you make a pitching change, 
you're you're making changes all over the place. And so when you said that you had a plan of where you were going to go if Hayden couldn't finish, I mean, that's there's a lot of dominoes affected right there typically. Is that right? Yes, sir. Absolutely. Um, you know, when I'm making a pitching change, it's not just a pitching change. It's a completely defensive shift. You know, we're moving guys around left and right. And um, sometimes my pitching change is not necessarily completely dictated by who's on the mound, but who's going to be in what spot, you know, um, you know, I, I could use, I could need somebody to pitch, but if I don't have anybody to fill his spot defensively, it don't really do me much good. So, you know, I, it's a calculated risk sometimes moving guys around. Maybe some guy might be out of position, but I think he's, you know, athletic enough and good enough to do the job in that spot. And I knew going to Ben that I could move Brady Clark, who was, who had come in the second. I knew I could move him to center, could put Hayden back at short, Ryan Clark, you know, my only senior over back at second. And I knew that that was the most comfortable lineup all around, one through nine, you know, to, to go to in that situation, you know, in a big game, in a big spot. So like you said, it's it's not just a pitching change. It's, it's a completely defensive overhaul. And how do you – Again, making that transition from watching that take place at Independence to having to make four moves and one at Mount Pleasant. You know, what, what's that paradigm shift been like for you? It's been it's been a tad different. But like you said, I went to Forest. Um, when I was at Forest, that's kind of the way we had to do things. Um, we would move guys around, and I was a part of that. Sometimes I would – in high school, I played left, I played right, and I pitched. So there was times where I was coming in from left field. Maybe I wasn't – maybe I was a little cold or, you know, maybe i get done pitching and I'd go out the right. So I've kind of seen it and I've been around that. And that was one of the things when I interviewed for the job, they kind of asked me about, you know, you're coming from a big school, but this is a different type of baseball. And I was like, I completely agree, but I have experience growing up in this type of baseball. And I knew in high school that this is what I wanted to do. And I've almost been preparing from, preparing for this since I was in high school. So I will say my playing experience, that's helped me a ton. Um, but it's, it's a, it's a definitely different ball game when, you know, when you come from triple A to single A, uh, it's not a drop off necessarily at all, but it's just a different game. Yeah. You know, when you mentioned last night, you know, you said that, um, you told, you know, you told your kid, look, you did Great job. Now go play shortstop. That's uh, <laughs> Congratulations. Um, we're going to need you to keep playing, though. I know you just threw 120 pitches, but can you go play shortstop real quick for me? Thanks. But but your kids do that. They, you know, that's, that's just – that's class A ball, as you said. And I, I'm, I thought that your kids win the – I guess to still a major league two line when the tough got going – the going got tough. Um, <laughs> bases loaded in the bottom of the seventh and the eighth. It, you know, your pitchers made the pitches they had to make and get a looping line drive to end the game. And mm-hmm. I, I know your guys were excited. What uh, what did you tell them after the game that uh, that got them so pumped? Because their, their breakdown after the game was pretty, pretty loud. I think they heard <laughs> it in Mount Pleasant. Yeah. <laughs> um. It's funny because at the beginning of the year, we were still kind of learning how things could go, and we lost a couple tight games. And I told them in the huddle after the game, I said, by the end of the year, we're going to, on in these close games, by the end of the year, we're going to be the team on top. 
we're going to figure out how to win those close games. So when we, you know, we got done shaking hands, I sent him down there. I just walked in the huddle and said, you know, that's how you win it. That's how you win a freaking game right there. That's how you win a game. You know, I said, that's how you battle. I told you guys from the start at the end of the year, we're going to be the team that comes out on top of those. It's going to be us. And you proved me right. And so I, you know, they were pumped. They were, you know, jacked up. And I mean, it's just seeing that and hearing that from them is, I mean, that's the main reason you do it. It's, it's so fulfilling, so joyful just to hear guys, you know, 14, 15, you know, my starting catcher is 14 years old, 14, mm-hmm. 15, 16, 17, 18 year old get so excited over the game because it's, it's a great game. And, you know, that's, that's why I do it. That's why every game, good or bad, I'm, you know, I'm proud to be out there. Chris, I know you've seen bad boys. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if Kennedy's seen bad boys or not, but oh, I'm sure he has. Now that's how you drive. <laughs> from from now on, that's, that's how, how you, you drive. drive. That's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's yes, yeah. absolutely. Um, you know, you look to um continue this momentum. You guys are done in district play. Is that right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We uh, our buy was you know everybody gets to buy our buys the last week of the year. So we have played all our district games. So so now you get to sit and watch these guys kind of knock each other around before um before district tournament play comes up but um sitting at 5 and 3 um Rich, Richland is undefeated at the top and everybody else is chasing you for that number 2 spot i guess yes sir yes sir well in Tennessee right now they they're only 4 and 2 um so they they have a shot at it um you know they could come out and handle their business and you know they could finish out with the I guess they'd end up being the one seed if they swept Richland and That's they'd be tied it. Uh, but, you know, there's, like I said, there's baseball to be played. There's nothing that we can really do at this point. To, you know, we've already kind of laid our bed and we've got to let the chips fall where they may. But, you know, and next week we have, we have a, we have to finish out this week with two good games and then we have a tough week next week. We actually have Summertown on Monday. Mm-hmm. We have two with East Sigmund, one to make up at home on senior night. And then Wednesday we added a game where we traveled to Forest at 5:30 on the 28th. So, you know, like I said, we just we got to focus on what we're doing and continue to play good baseball and you know let everything happen on you know the way it will. Do you feel like your team is playing the best baseball of the season at the right time? I think so. You know, this is I mean, this is the right time to get hot. You know, my my high school coach always told me, you know, what matters most is May. You know. You can play your best baseball in March if you want to, but, you know, it doesn't matter if you're not playing good in May. So, you know, we've got to continue this on into May and, you know, hopefully, like I said, getting hot at the right time. Now, did you play for Wayne Hardison? Yes, sir, I did. My freshman and sophomore year and then junior and senior year for Chris Parker. Okay. All right. All right. Well, you played for Chris Parker and you still went into coaching, huh? <laughs> he actually commented on my uh, post the other day and said, I'm proud of those kids for overcoming their coach. <laughs> he's a he's a goofy man. He's a good guy. But he's a goofy man. He that was some truth telling right there. I tell you. But, uh, <laughs> no, Chris is a good dude. I really um, yes, sir, he really he enjoy is. him and um have enjoyed spending time with you as well. And you know, um, like you said, you want to be playing your best ball in May. You've got a chance to continue some momentum. You go. Um, you're at home tomorrow against Zion. Is that right? Yes, sir. Okay. Um, you've already played them once this year. Yes, sir. They they beat us five to four at their place, and that was actually one of the games 
that I came in the huddle and told them, you know, at the end of the year, we're going to be winning those type of games. That was that was the start of it. You know, they 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 we battled with them last time, um, and they came out on top. So, hoping we can kind of put the script on them. That's going to be uh, it's going to be fun to watch. It's going to be fun to watch. Coach, thanks so much for taking some time with us today. We appreciate it here on uh, Coach's Corner, presented by From the Heart Cafe. We encourage you to take the right and pretend like you're going to Henry Horton, but then turn right back to the right and uh, go see Renee at From the Heart. She will take care of you, and uh, we uh, we appreciate them, of course, for sponsoring from uh, Coach's Corner on every Wednesday. But also thanks to you for joining us today and uh, taking some time after your testing. We hope that uh, this will allow you to take a much-needed deep breath no more district games no more testing you can just take a breath for a minute and then worry about tomorrow tomorrow i wonder which you're yeah. more excited about no more district games or no more testing oh that's a that's a, that's a close race <laughs> hey I, I appreciate you guys having me it means a lot um oh, thank you sir we will catch yes, up Keep with up you the good work all yes, right sir. that is mount pleasant Baseball coach Kennedy Mathis on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline joining us today talking about his District 10A sweep of Santa Fe and... And state testing. <laughs> yeah, and state testing. We have a lot more to talk about. Plenty of games that took place last night, including a couple that you watched part of and all of. One you watched part of, one you watched all of. The one I watched part of, I missed the biggest part. The best part. part. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. We'll talk about it and uh, several other games from around the Southern Middle Tennessee area. So please stick around on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. We'll be right back. If you've listened to this show, you know Chris and I are always down for a good meal. Recently, we learned about Patio West in Spring Hill and what a pleasure it has been. Their menu is full of seafood, burgers, and more giving every member of your family something to enjoy. Be sure to go by Patio West Coastal and Comfort Eats located at 3011 Longford Drive in Spring Hill or visit patiowest.com and tell them the guys at Southern Middle Tennessee Sports sent you. school sports and beyond it's on southern middle tennessee sports today welcome back in to southern middle tennessee sports today presented by mid tennessee bone and joint i don't know why my camera keeps taking up it keeps cutting off my hat that says girl dad i like my girl dad hat don't cut it off. And you're camera. a little color coordinated over there. Gee, was, uh, that by, was that by design? Or so, did... funny story. Normally, I would not wear black and blue, but it was the only hat I had that was brown in color. Uh, so, I just kind of went with it. It's really nice. It kind of probably doesn't. So you don't really have match. any black slacks, Chris? Um, they, I, this has navy in it. So. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. yeah so the, 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 one little, color... the one little tiny logo. Now I'm good. Now I'm color coordinated, but my hair looks like trash. So 
And you're not wearing your girl dad cap, so yeah. I mean, which is really the most important part of this outfit. Oh, without that's right, yeah, obviously. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. That's right. The outfit, the life. Yeah, just, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's 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 basically like if I got a tattoo right above my navel. Uh, it's basically <laughs> the same thing. I mean, uh, now we're getting a little. Let's uh, be honest. TMI. <laughs> All I'm saying is, it's basically the same thing. That's an image that I'll spend the next hour and 15 minutes trying to get rid of. Get rid of, yes, yes. I'm going to put it in old English font. (laughs) Girl, dad. Oh goodness. Oh, let's let let's talk about some anything. Some some roundup action. So, if you are looking for, um. The outcome of games and how it got there. <laughs> SM-TNSports.com. That is the best way to get that. Um, best? Only. <laughs> At least in one place. Uh, I mean, you could go search for it, I guess, on some Facebook pages somewhere. But, uh, you know, that's about it. We try to make it as easy as possible. We try to put it in one spot for you. So, let's um, let's kind of go through some some roundups and and give you some information last night Lawrence County defeated Franklin County 4 to 3 uh Lawrence County with four errors had to score three in the bottom of the 6th um you know last night must have been one of those nights cuz i mean as we cold. talked as we talked to Kennedy Mathis he went to the bullpen early um I was at the Battleground Academy CA game. Neither starter got through the second inning. Um, game you're talking, you know, CA made four errors. BGA made three. I, mean, I wonder if it had to do with it getting colder I, as the night went on. It definitely was cooler. I would say it was the wind howling. When I came in, I was in the studio for most of the afternoon and evening, but you know, when I, when I came out after the Braves game, it was the wind was about knocked me over. Well, I tell you and what, if it was now, that bad on the ball field, they could make some. It make wasn't. A it wasn't oppressively cold at CA, but I tell you, I got in my car, drove home, and when I got out in Franklin, it was. It really felt cold. like it was twenty degrees colder than when I left CA. No, it, it was. Same uh, thing happened to me. Yeah. Same thing happened to me. But Lawrence County gets the win. Uh, Grant James and Luke Nichols doubled. Uh, Camden both shears with a single to tie it, and Luke Boswell earned the save. Summit fell to Dixon County eleven to one, a nine-run second inning for the Cougars. Um, yeah, Cameron Lee had he was three for three for Summit and had an RB, had the lone RBI, but three for three that's that's not a bad night. Um, in softball action, Columbia Central fell to Lincoln County twelve to two, and Lincoln County is really good, y'all. Um, Tashia Lyles was three for three at the dish, run scored, so. Hey, let's talk for just a second about Savia Morgan as long as we're talking about Columbia Central softball. Um, freshman outfielder was – I was not familiar with this website until it was brought to my attention, but um, she was a National Player of the Week finalist for ExtraInningsSoftball.com. Mm-hmm. You may know it. You familiar I do with know it? Extra innings, Okay. Yeah. All right. You, you are more of a softball head than I am. Last week she was 8 for 10 – with seven RBIs and 16, one six stolen bases in three games. 16 in three games. That's three games. Five plus a game. On the year, she's hitting 692, 
and she has 51 steals, which per max preps, that puts her tops among all Tennessee softball players, which is all Tennessee softball teams that report their stats. As they're supposed to, per the TWSAA, as Max Preps is the official stat partner of the TWSAA. So if you're not, um, yeah, just saying. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway. Um, but, yes, she's, she's um, fantastic. She's first in Tennessee and third nationally with 51 steals. I've seen a player like Savaya Morgan before. She currently plays right field and bats cleanup for Alabama. Number one in the country, Alabama. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. um, so she was a finalist for National Player of the Year. Um, I'm sorry, National Player of the Week this past week. The National Player of the Week is Madison Insko from Virginia, who is committed to Auburn. So that's the um, – the that's competition the, that's the, the type. That's the type company that Savia Morgan is running in right now. So, just just for what that's worth, no doubt. Um, Richland, an eight six winner over Kalioka, had to come from behind. Kalioka was up six to one and couldn't hold on. That was a tough one there. Uh, Taylor Watson homered twice for Kalioka. Had a thing a three run homer in the first inning, and then a solo shot in the fourth. Um, but it was. Deanna Smith's home run in the fourth inning and a Gracie Adams triple to take the lead for uh, Richland. And, and that was in the fifth inning, and they, they held on for that 8-6 to six win over Kalioka. The ball was flying in the cool air last night, huh? I, 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 clearly, clearly. Um, because you're off. Sorry. There you go. The way that softball field's oriented, the wind's blowing out if it's blowing out of the north. and. As gusty as it was, I'm you sure it got a little it. bit of help. <laughs> well, uh, Santa Fe last night, they hit uh, the the Lady uh, Cats had their first home run on their new field by a Lady Cat. Uh, the first pitch of the first game at that field was a home run by someone from McEwen, I think. So, literally, first pitch <laughs> was a home run. But um, – McEwen got Ronald Acuna Jr. Yes, <laughs> but Terrellyn Pemberton hit uh, hit hit a home run for Santa Fe last night. Although, and that that cut the lead to eight to seven. Um, but that was it because twelve runs later, Mount Pleasant was up twenty to seven, and they ran away with it um, in that one. So, want to mention this um, BGA Columbia Academy game because again, Bryant Baranek. A grand slam and a six-run first for the Bulldogs as they overcame a quick two-to-nothing deficit. Then he hit a solo home run in his next at bat. Um, I was going to segue you, but it's cool. That's all right. I, I just know <laughs> I, I just know that time is getting away yes. from us, and we yep. still got a lot to get to. So, just wanted to be sure and mention that. Also, um, Landon Prentice, ten strikeouts in five and a third relief innings coming in behind Kavaris Tears last night. Um helped them salvage the the split of that series. So big bounce back win for CA after that three one loss in Franklin on Monday. Yes. And and they needed, you know they they needed a day where the bats were rolling and getting solid pitching. I mean, again when you're 
playing as much as they're playing. And, and this district is really tough. I mean, you're talking about CPA. You're talking about BGA, CA. This is a really tough district. I mean, you're playing – this is the NL East of Division Two at Class A. Yeah. I mean, it's it's tough. So they needed that. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that's – Richie Step spoke after the game – you know, kind of spoke to their resiliency, the way that they're able to bounce back from losses, the way they're able to win when they're not necessarily bringing their A game. And both those were really important last night as they improved to 21 and five overall and um, nine and three in district play. So big wins. Do we know the district standings? Because I don't. I'm just curious. If- um, Richie said that there were about Five teams coming in with three losses coming into the week. That's what I thought. Yeah. Um I don't know that we do know. That's fine. I just I, I mean I knew that I knew that it was kind of jumbled at mm-hmm. the top. Uh, and I, I there probably isn't a standings per se because of that. Exactly. I was just curious if 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 there was somebody who was pulling away at this point. I don't think anybody is pulling away. I think the top is Nobody's pulling away like CA softball is? No. Malia Hardy, we had a two-run walk-off homer last night uh, to end the game, eleven nothing. You said that's what that big scream was about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I had my, game. you know, you can't see either field from from the place. stands of the other, and I was sitting in the stands at baseball, and and I heard a roar over there. I had gone over there because the CA softball game against Shelbyville started at five thirty. The baseball didn't start right. till six thirty, so I hung out over there for a little bit, and I asked um. The two ladies, they they tag team CA stats. One of them runs Game Changer, right? Um, Laura Turner and Anique Harakas actually keeps a scorebook. Mm-hmm. But I went and asked them. I said, "Has she hit one yet?" And they, obviously, they knew who I was talking about. I'm like, "No, not yet." Well, <laughs> and yet being the operative word there, mm-hmm. because she did hit one in the final uh, at bat of the day <laughs> in the sixth inning with a two run shot to end it. Fifteen homers. 15. She's one, one shy. One shy. And um, they play Thursday at home against Columbia Central. I believe that's at home. No, no, no. That's at, at Columbia Central. Central. Yeah. So Central and CA play Thursday. I think that's a 530 start as well. Um, Brent will return the, the shutout favor against Summit. They win 9 nothing. Uh, Lily Kate Richards, who pitched brilliantly in the Spartans' home win, was victimized by defensive errors. She gave up two earned runs in seven innings work. She struck out ten. She gave up two earned runs but three home runs. So, however that works. <laughs> um, well, as we determined when we were talking must have about been it, a two-out error. Yeah, that, that brought someone to the plate for, for one of those, yeah. Um, Zion Christian now, after winning six in a row, have now lost five in a row. Uh, including a 4-1 game to Christ Presbyterian where I, I guess that their bats are just struggling right now and I think they're, they, they need, they're going to need a uh, one of those breakout games and they're all going to be due when they are. It's going to be special. That Whatever day that their bats break back out, it's going to be an unfortunate event for whoever for they're the playing. Other team. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, because I mean – you know, to hold Becca Hazard and Ashley Coble and, and some of those folks down for this long, uh, they were they were one for they were one for seven collectively. Those two, Hazard and Coble, yeah, over four Ashley Coble, which does not happen very often. Yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> now Cameron Smith and Brewer Wall had a pair of goals. Uh, Mason Hollinsworth and Victor Ramirez had a goal. Victor Ramirez had two assists as well in the 6-0 win for Columbia Central. They improved to, was it 10-0? 10-0 overall, 5-0 in district. district play. They have yet to give up a goal in District 8 AAA action, and they have a schedule tweak yes, this tomorrow. week. Um, tomorrow they were scheduled to play Columbia Academy at 7. Columbia Central's JV will play Columbia Academy at 5. At 7, Columbia Central's Varsity will play Station is two-time defending state champion, Station Camp? Or 17 and 18 champion, 19 runner-up. Runner so Station Camp has been in the state finals each of the last three years that the state finals were held. That's correct. They won the first two of those. So that's a 7 o'clock start. Marshall's so, about Yes. When we come back, we're going to tell you about uh, our friends, or at least one of our friends. Maybe eh. we have two local connections to the Tennessee Titans future PA uh, announcer possibilities. So we'll tell you about those and we'll talk about what happened 20 years ago today because, well, it makes you feel old. So stick around the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. We'll be right back.